All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to the It'll Be Fine podcast. Today, we have Dalton. Hello. We have Mitchell. Hey. (laughs) We have Jay Bizzle. Hello. And we have uh, Trent. Hello. Did you did you almost forget Trent or forget his name? No. <laughs> we have um, um that guy. Listen, I'm a supporting character. I'm not that important. That's not true. We're, we're missing Alan today. He's apparently yeah feeling a little under the weather, but that's okay. Yeah, because he doesn't listen to this anyway, so he won't even know that we're talking about him. That's true. We can talk crap about him like we did that one time. <laughs> exactly. And he still hasn't confronted us about it because he doesn't listen. <laughs> Hmm. anyway so justin gents. justin it's interesting to see you still in a, a home with four walls and not on wheels <laughs> my new home will also have four walls uh what was the second part of my statement but it well, will have wheels yeah so do you want to do you want to tell people that we, i always go to you because you have the most interesting life i think or the, i shouldn't say well it is the most interesting but also like it changes the most because like the rest of us have been life is a hot mess. Yeah, it's a hot mess, but that's okay. And you're living it to your your fullest uh, abilities. So what what is your your living situation currently and what will it be soon? Currently I am renting a house with some uh acquaintances and then uh Anyway, long story short, housing situation in Cedar City right now is an absolute hot garbage mess because the university over-admitted uh, the they over-admitted the amount of students and there's not enough housing for all the students mm-hmm. in Cedar City. So, uh, and I couldn't re-sign my lease here until I knew that I was going to get a job here, which. I think that we talked about that last. I got a job as a flight instructor here. So, actually, I don't know. I don't know if we actually talked about that. You got it. We talked about that. You well, interviewed I was for it. Interviewing in a couple of different places, but anyway, got a job here as a flight instructor at Southern Utah University. So now I know I'm going to be here for probably another year, year and a half, two years. So, but it was too late for me to resign my lease. So it was apartment hunting. Couldn't find anything. Uh, because it's all full for like the next half year. And so I decided to buy a fifth trailer, which I did yesterday. So by trailer, you mean camper or RV, as some people would call it, even though it's technically a fifth wheel well, camper, correct? RV technically is like a bus. And yeah. then travel trailer is just like a trailer. And then fifth wheel trailer is... Okay. I just I just don't want our listeners, you know, the three people that listen that to uh, get the wrong idea that you're living in like a horse trailer or just like an enclosed like a landscape trailer or something. I mean, it's so, kind of like a glorified horse trailer for humans. Yeah, yeah, but it's don't sell yourself short. It's a nice camper. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, my only concern is uh how well it'll hold up through the winter, but We'll find that out quickly. So, did you ask that to the people that you bought it from if they stayed in during the winter? Yeah, I did. They said they did in the fall. It's just like mm. a camping rig for them. It wasn't. How cold does it home. get? 
where you're at? Uh, I mean, during the winter, during the day, it'll probably usually be like mid thirties. At night, it'll get probably like mid teens. Oh, okay. Nice thing is, it's like always sunny here in the even in the winter, so it's like yeah, usually warms up pretty good during the day, but at night it like will get pretty pretty nipply. Yeah, we can. I always... don't believe that's the correct terminology. I think you you beef that word a little bit. It's nippy. Sounds good to me. I don't. <laughs> but it's like your weather there is relatively the same as it is here in central Ohio, right? Yeah, it's pretty similar. We get a lot more snow, but it's weird because it literally snows almost every night, but then it just melts off like 10 or 11 o'clock because the sun comes out. So it's mm. just like a never-ending cycle of snow, sun, snow, sun, snow, sun. Um, but yeah, no, that's it's going to be an exciting time for you trying not to freeze your buns off in the wintertime and also yep. ha- having the... the uh, struggle of maybe not having internet yeah i'll have some form of internet i don't know how great it'll be but dial up <laughs> dial up they're gonna run a line kind into of, your camper it like parks like underneath a of... power line just to hook up to the internet yeah you're like stealing internet like people used to steal cable do you yeah. know where you're putting your camper yet yeah is it just gonna be like a campsite or someone's house or what? like an rv park Oh, okay. Down by the river. You're gonna live in a in a camper down by the river. Down by a mountain. Oh, that'd be nice. Not down by a river. No, that's that's exciting. I know that's a little daunting, but I'm sure that's exciting. Hopefully, we get to come out and see it. I know we were just talking about it, but I know we'd all like to come out and see the area that you spurned us and went to. So, you know. Yep. You guys will have to come see it eventually. It's, I don't know. I like it out here. It's, I know you do. You like it better than you like Ohio. It does make Ohio seem quite boring. Can't Sam's surprised. No, what are you kidding? Come on. There's corn here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And beans. We literally went to a wedding yesterday that was right beside a cornfield. It was great. Corn and beans. Yep. That's the landscape of choice. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ohio is beautiful in its own ways, but, but, uh, that sounds like yeah. something you say to a girl when you break up with her. <laughs> like, you know, like you're beautiful just in your own way, which is code for I do not find you beautiful. Sure. No, don't even pretend. That's exactly what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm excited to go out there. I agree with Justin. Ohio is pretty ugly. <laughs> I'm and we excited. do live in Plain City. That's true. So. Well, I, I am excited Dude. to go out and see the like all the mountains and the national parks and stuff out there. I just want to point out that JB is destroying our podcasting table right now, and it wasn't me. What is, what is he doing? It's nothing. It's I'm just not JB. I'm not doing anything. <sighs> JB just shoved a screwdriver into the Don't side of our be table. So dramatic. He usually did you not? I did, but it's, probably, it's not that big of a deal. Actually, I'm pretty sure JB's the only one who put money up for this table. So. Thank you. I was probably right fair that. enough. <laughs> Doesn't excuse your it's a very fancy table that somebody. I helped pick it up. Wait, you, were I you just, here? I supervised. Yeah, when you guys picked it up. When what was that ever like Christmas time? 
It's whenever Justin. Uh, was I was gonna say, when were you back? I think well, it was. No, it would have been. Would have been like. Uh, it was this year, this calendar year. So it, it was like, like a spring. couple months ago or something, like a little yeah, more, like three like months ago. February, March, April. I think it was May, April, May, or May. Were you out here? Was that uh, just for a little bit when your sister graduated? Did you come back for that? Mandy? No, she Kendra. Oh, Didn't Kendra just graduate this year? Yeah, I was back for that. I don't remember exactly why I came out. Point is, he was here. Okay. He helped us get the table, and now JB is destroying it. Yeah, exactly. But he helped get it, so it's okay. That's okay. Justin wanted to start a podcast and then immediately left for Utah. So, yeah. I also wanted to point out that the. I supported the podcast idea. I was not the one that originally. If I did. if I remember correctly, well, JB came up with this idea, and then you were like, "Actually, I said a couple of years ago that we should start a podcast, but nobody listened." I to did, me. but no one, no one sounded exactly like that. No. Yeah. One oh, so now, which, so what is it? Oh, uh, I didn't help find found the podcast, or you did, because you keep flip flopping trying to make yourself sound better. I originated the idea, but I did not originate the idea that it actually turned into this one. Well, what was your original idea? A podcast. Podcast. Oh, that's very loose. <laughs> Let's start a podcast. What should it be about? I don't know. Podcasts. Let's... Podcasts. Just podcasts. I also wanted to point out that it looked like Dalton was podcasting from a prison cell. Because there's just brick wall. Behind it does. Him. It really does look like that. But it's kind of cool. But for the record, I'm good... in my own house. I'm not in prison. Yeah. But, but we have a lot of cool backgrounds. It's just cool. Yeah, we did. Dis- we discovered uh, Zoom uh, virtual backgrounds right before we started recording. So Very we had some fun with that. Mitchell's currently on a beach and Justin is in the office and literally in the show, The Office. The one and only with Michael Scott standing right behind him. I have Michael Scott. Wait, move your head. Is Dwight behind you? Uh, Yeah, Dwight's there. Yeah, he's blocking Dwight and Dwight Creed. Creed, Phyllis, half a Stanley. Phyllis is checking me out. Yeah, that's true. It looks like she's kind of yeah. Phyllis is into those helicopter pilots. It looks like you're vibing with Jim too. You're best. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, rewinding a little bit. What's the furthest west you guys have all been? Illinois. Trent, you've been to Albuquerque, right? West? Did you yeah. say? Um, yes. I've also been like out all the way on the coast, west coast, like Highway 1, actually twice. So you've been to California? Yeah, two times. And I've been to, I mean, most of the western states, like I was in Utah and like Arizona and Nevada, all those places for a trip that we went out west and but yeah, I I don't know. So you it, you've been around Dalton, you said the furthest west you've been is like Indiana, right? Illinois, I believe. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of crazy. Dude, you're That's, gonna I know it west. sucks. Like you're, I've only been to I've been to like Michigan, Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, Florida. That's about it. I'm in Pennsylvania, New York. That's and cool, I think though. that's literally it. You're going to love it when you go out. Then you're going to really remember everything because you're old enough to like go yeah. out and actually just soak it all up. And No, I'm really excited. I, that's why I want to go out so bad. Yeah, we need to. What about you, JB? JB's been everywhere. 
No. <laughs> Q, he's been everywhere. everywhere. I think Colorado's like further. Well, Alaska, if you technically want to say that's west. But technically. I think uh, probably Colorado, Colorado or Wyoming is... would have been the furthest west. Those places are what beautiful. About you, Mitch? Korea. Got him. <laughs> just, just kidding. He's never been there, I, I don't think. think. He's no, been Kansas is the far west that I've gone. Kansas. Kansas. Land of tornadoes. Kansas. See, that's why you guys like need to come appreciate the Yes. I need to too. Because it's like mind boggling. It's oh, no. beautiful out there. Like I was just in the I was in the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee, like what a month ago, month and a half ago in July, and I was like, "Wow, these mountains are really big." And they got one of the people I was there with was like, "Yeah, you should see the Rocky Mountains, <laughs> the Rocky Mountains, which is like twice the size." It is interesting though, because like you see like the mountains in Tennessee or like you know the uh, mountains or the whatever the Blue Ridge Mountains and Virginia and all that stuff, and you think they're big, and then you you realize they're like they're hills compared to. The actual mountains, yeah. which I've never seen, so it'd be really cool. Tim really likes uh, yeah. California on Yellowstone or wherever because there's like, he said there's like mountains and then an ocean and a beach, so it's like the, the most ridiculous like conglomeration of biomes ever. Are and we again, gonna... That word was biomes. That's uh. a Word of the day. That is a voc- that's, It'll be fine. Vocabulary podcast word of the day. vocabulary word of the day. Biome. Define by bi- okay, Dalton. Define biomes. Uh, it would be a an area that is divided from other area <laughs> based on the <laughs> on the climate and different uh, foliages that are that foliages. make up this this area. Yeah, and the type of wildlife and such. That was kind of a dumb answer, but the, most of it was actually correct. Honestly, my mind is blown. Definition of biome, according to Google, a large, naturally occurring community of flora or fauna occupying a major habitat. Obviously. See, what I said was just a broader version of that. Yeah, foliage is same thing. I like See, I just want to hike Angel's Landing with Dalton. That just How far so is this hike? Maybe we could kayak. How many hundreds of miles? Uh, it's really not okay. Let me Google it. Speaking of kayaks, Trent, I have like nightmares of being in a kayak sinking and then Mitch and JB throwing a bottle rocket in the yeah, kayak with me. Figured there'd be some post traumatic stress, you know, like when you like night terrors, that's what I get like screaming in my sleep, punching walls. I think out there though, it would be a little more successful. Yeah, I will say that. We do like agree. white water rafting. Actually, no, I don't want to die. Let's not do that. Let's just whatever. Let's you know we what I pontoon do, boat down a river is what I would do. There we go. Also, though, will we be able to go up with you, Justin? If we go out there, will you be able to like take us each like flying? Or is mm, that too much maybe. monies? If for... I sit in the back, it can do a wheelie the whole time. Yeah. I don't think Dalton would be able to go. <laughs> oh, bummer. I really I really wanted to go. I'm so upset. Yeah, no, I mean maybe it technically I need to get signed off to take 
like there's different stuff I get signed off as I get more experience and I think I need a certain amount of experience for I can take passengers that aren't uh, students, mm. but potentially can we just talk about how terrifying it is but, that our nation's helicopter pilots are trained by people that also just got their pilot's license. <laughs> That's how it works. Like literally, when did you get your, you got your, your whatever license and your commercial license in May or did you just get it? I got my commercial license last month and then I got my flight instructor rating on Wednesday. Yeah. So like, and you, but you, when do you, you're starting work now, right? Like you're working tomorrow instructing. I mean, I'm, I'm training tomorrow. I don't, I won't start flying with students till like first week in September or second week in September. Okay. But still, that's a crazy turnaround time that seriously, this school cranks out instructors like rabbits, like <laughs> repopulate the earth. Yeah, they do. But I mean, I have like, I'm not saying I'm super experienced, but you do have a lot of training. I mean, I have 210 hours in a helicopter. So, okay. well, I'm not saying you're unexperienced. I'm just saying like, Naturally, you would think that a 65-year-old yeah, man is the one the more instructing. Yeah, I would to be training, but for whatever reason, that's not the case here in the United States. But anyway, looking up, Dalton Angels Landing is five miles round trip. Okay, I could do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be happy about it. But if I had enough time to mentally prepare, you would be happy about it. By the time we got to the top, I guarantee you, you would be happy about it. Well, probably. Anyway, I'll look into that. But I do like, I, yeah, if I come all the way out to Utah, I'm not going to not go hiking and stuff and seeing things. And if we do it, don't Google pictures of it. Why? Because you need the to come here with an cool. open mind. It sounds like I'm going to hate it is what you're selling me. No, you won't. I really think you'll like it. The, the last section is a little spooky, but. Okay, uh, yeah, Dalton doesn't do like walking narrow paths on the side of cliffs. Do we need to pack parachutes? Oh, uh, no. It's okay. Only like there are like millions of people that hike it each year, and only like eight or nine have died in like the last. Sounds like good odds weeks. for me. Yeah. So, what you're saying is our odds are pretty good. What you're telling me is there's yeah. a chance. Yeah. We're, there's a chance we're going to be fine. There's a chance you could die, but there's also a chance you could the the house here and it could collapse right now and kill you. Honestly, pretty good chance of it. I don't know if you could hear earlier, but Tim yeah. was walking above us and it sounded like that actually almost happened. Sounded like your little your little toilet episode in that house that you were working in a couple years ago. Creek, creek, creek. Anyway, anyway, we should take a break. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap up this segment and uh, move on to more exciting stuff. So. Lots more exciting stuff. We'll be back in a bit. Okie doke, ladies and gents. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we have a, a loose uh, idea of what we're going to talk about in our next segment. Don't Before lie we go to our third segment where we will talk about our uh, beloved bedtime story. But anyway, uh, Dalton. Yeah. What? what <laughs> <are you talking laughs> about? Hey, uh, 
I figure we should talk about, you know, some loyal, loyal listeners wedding we went to yesterday. Uh, we were invited solely because they enjoyed the podcast and not because we've known them since fourth grade, at least me. Makes sense. Uh, they but, even listen to it. Yeah, they do. I'm pretty they sure. Okay. I pity all of our listeners. Yeah. But I love them. Yes. Okay. Invite us to your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we went to the four of us in the studio today, me and Mitch, JB and Trent. We're at um, a wedding yesterday, Hot. and and um, hot. Well, it was say. it was yeah. I I we melted toasty to in their in their defense. It was a beautiful day as far as like there oh, was no was, rain, no clouds amazing. or anything. Yeah, but it was eighty five to ninety degrees. It's not their fault. It was just hot. And but yeah, it was the ceremony was about what seventeen minutes long. Yeah, like we Which were. I thought it was awesome. Honestly, yeah. it was a cool ceremony. We were sat down and then ushered out within, I think, thirty minutes. Yeah, and met them like everyone in that yeah. time, and they dismissed everyone. Done. But yeah, so that was the start of it. But yeah, it was a it was a beautiful wedding. It was a fun time. Got to see a lot of people we don't normally get to talk to, like our old Spanish teacher. That was fun. Shout out, Sh- Miss Jimena. Shout out, Miss Jimena. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Um, I'm trying to think, who else did I see? That was and there's plenty of other people, but yeah, no, it was a good time. But the reason we bring it up is for multiple reasons. Um, one, Dalton missed out on the, the garter throw for the like fourth straight wedding that I've been to. Put in a good effort, and that reminded us that at Trent's wedding, uh, Justin and I had a very fierce battle over the garter throw, yeah. where I believe I, I would assume just based on knowing each other that i'm the one who knocked him down i don't think he knocked me down. i'm pretty sure i don't remember what happened i just remember i somehow ended up on the ground there's actually a picture of it i think that's really high quality like i think jessica or someone got a good picture of like justin rolling on the ground and dalton there shoving him and it's like he's like laughing like laying on the concrete also i I should preface it by saying i did a really well it's really hard to to throw, the well, first of all, you cannot right. throw it. You have to, like, yeah. You have well, to see, like, rubber band it. So I was gonna rubber band it. Then I realized that would have been even worse because it wasn't elasticy. Yeah. It was literally just like, like solid. Like it would have yeah. gone nowhere. So I tried to whip it over my shoulder and toss it, but it barely went anywhere. So it was just out in front of everybody, and so it was just oh. a free for all. You know and, what I'm gonna do if I ever get married? Ooh, well, I have an idea, but go ahead and say. Because I've seen some I people do some cool wrap stuff. Wrap the garter around a massive water balloon and have all of the uh, guys out there in a field. That's good. okay. Yeah. See, I've seen that some actually people, would be awesome. A lot of people <laughs> just put it around like a little football or something. Yeah, I've seen like, that. Throw it. That's amazing. I like the water balloon <laughs> idea because then there's a lot more risk involved. Well, yeah, but at Trent's, like, I knocked you down, and then what and happened then, after that? Well, so I threw it, and then it was a free for all. So Justin was gonna get it, and then Dalton shoved him on the concrete. <laughs> But in doing so, he wasn't able to get it himself. So Alan just stepped up and picked it up and got it. <laughs> yeah. So no, I remember. It. I remember Dalton could have gotten it. Yeah. Like, I remember being shoved over on the ground and like it landed right next to Dalton. But Dalton just like froze. Was like, well, do I really want to grab it? And then Alan <laughs> picked it up. Well, I was probably like, I probably didn't mean to shove you to the ground. Like I probably tried to move you and then just like Incredible hulked you to the ground and didn't realize what I was doing. Yeah, it was epic. And then Alan but, kept it on his car mirror for like the next three months. Yeah. He just hung it on his car mirror. He's like, oh, yeah, I have that on my car mirror. 
It was, it was so Alan. It was awesome. Shout out Alan. We miss you today. That's true. We miss you. Buddy. He won't hear this. He won't hear this. He well, listen. yeah, it's the love that counts. I don't do it for the. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's yeah, yeah. But no, I then I, what the next person of us that gets married, uh, JB, JB will come up to the garbage store and we need to have a predetermined Ooh. plan that uh, everyone will run away, leaving JB <laughs> the only sole person. Uh, no, no, first that, you have to, dude. you have, you're living at leaving out a key part of this, and that's getting yeah. him on the floor to begin exactly. with, right? Yeah, he just told me your plan, so yeah. Well, well, there's then, ways we can convince you. We'll figure something out. If I get we'll, married next, JB, I'm just gonna bring the garter to you and hand it to you. <laughs> not even you bring it to the table it, where like I'm put it in his hand. Give it to me. And yeah, I'll and like it. wrap it around your head. Yeah. Oh, last night I totally beefed it again. I had every opportunity to catch it because it was the same thing. Mitch flo- like rubber banded it over his shoulder, and. I like literally was probably half an inch away from catching it, but then his little cousin caught it. It was sad. I think that's the Lord giving me a sign. So it's okay. Yeah, I guess I got to start going for the bouquets or something. He has better things. Twelve months of winter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he has bigger and better things. That's right. Which is why he ordained you. I catch other things. Oh, that's right. I am. That's interesting you bring that up because <laughs> I am an ordained minister online. Yeah. And so well, I actually I need to make sure that it's still like I don't have to re-register or like uh, update yeah. it or something because this was you like better, three or four years ago. Yeah, you so better keep that updated. Online. Is that like still like was it actually legally? Yes. Yes. Okay, the first time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Legally. Like, could no, like I guarantee like most like churches wouldn't accept it, but like I think government wise, like the government yeah. would be like, yes, he's ordained. It's fine. Like that's a legal marriage. I think there's a lot of people that do that for smaller weddings. Like yeah. someone they know, they'll just get ordained and then they're legally allowed to marry. At least as far as I know, Yeah, I could be wrong, but, but like that, this only happened because we were at dinner at the melt. Probably. I, like I said, three or four years ago. Yeah. And we were talking about it the and whoever that... was with us, I don't remember who all was there. But they were like the conversation kept would, going, and I just kind of backed out of the conversation. I got on my phone, and literally thirty-five seconds later, I was an ordained minister, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. I f- I feel like we should call you Brother Dalton. Yes, Brother uh, Dalton, please. Uh, Bishop Dalton. Brother Dalton, too. will you give the sermon at my wedding? I will. I really what will. will. What will it be on? I don't know. We'll see once the the Lord gives me that message. Yep. In five to seven years, when you get married. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, it'll be fine. Weddings, uh, wedding officiants. Oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna start that Instagram. It'll be fine. Uh, officiants. Yeah. JB Which... will be the wedding planner. Uh, no, that would be the absolute be worst. The, the officiator. I mean, that could turn out I really good. What are you will be. About? I'm playing the best wedding out there. No. Yeah. He would have a really cool. JB be like, we're gonna sit at picnic tables. Sounds good. We're gonna order B dubs. <laughs> And Tannerite. And Tannerite, yeah. And then yeah. The, get- the getaway car will be my golf cart. Honestly, who wouldn't like that? <laughs> Although, would, if you're trying to throw a wedding for $72, JB's got you the cover. Yeah. 72 that includes the food, too. No, that's, well, okay. 140 then. Also, side note, Justin, when you do get married, you need to leave in a helicopter like Mitch did yesterday. And yeah, you got to one-up Mitch. Yeah, it was cool. I will try. 
Yeah, that we probably but, should. Did we cover that? We need to cover that. The, oh yeah. The, the, the wedding cool. we went to was for a uh, also another a pilot friend of ours. Yeah. That has a little. I don't. Justin, what are the specifics of his plane? Uh, it's a Piper Cherokee, I think. I think it's a Piper. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a Cherokee, but. And that's like what, in layman's terms, that is a what? Airplane. Yeah. (laughs) A single engine plane. Okay, that's yeah. I don't know. I just know it's an airplane. Four people. Yeah. But that was their getaway car. They flew off into the sunset, and it was really cool. So why when we say Justin needs to outdo it? Justin, you have to like fly off into an explosion. Into explosion. Like you know how big like Hollywood movies they walk away from an explosion. Well, really, the it'll be fine way is flying into the explosion, and JB would be happy to be the mastermind of setting off that explosion with gasoline and tannerite. So basically, you want me to die right after I get married? No, specifically, the blades will push the fire down. That's correct. That's correct. That's that is how it works. It'll be fine. So right as I fly <laughs> off to consummate the marriage, I'm blown to pieces. That's this is a PG podcast, sir. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't consummate, consummate is a PG word. No, you were you were gonna go sign a piece of paper and then it's legal. Okay, you gotta sign your your marriage license, have a, uh, a witness sign it. That's all that has to happen, right? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> goodness. Uh, you got to greet everybody that was at the wedding. That's true. You got to have some cake and do a dance and listen to your best man roast you a little bit. And... Yeah. Well, also, what what is the what is the deal with uh, like every time there's a best man speech, right? Or I shouldn't say every time, but like more often than not, the best man speech, there's like some digs thrown at the at the groom. But then the bridesmaid or the whatever, the maid of honor speech, there's like it's always just like sweet and innocent and crying and like it's not they're not like throwing shots at them. It's like why is yeah, that? It's just like how it's always been though. It's the nature of the game. I'm trying to remember uh Alan's best man speech at your wedding, Trent. Was it it was pretty good. Did he was he sweet or was he No, he was just silly, kind of. I like, mean he like talked, Alan he talked about how like the first time I ever told him that like i liked kelsey or whatever oh, it was yeah. just one night when we were chilling and he was like telling me like yeah that's cool whatever but in his mind he was like you shouldn't even be going for her yeah. he was like i don't <laughs> think this is gonna work out yeah and so it was pretty funny and, but yeah he was it wasn't like i don't know he was just his silly he was regular just self. yeah and you talked to some it was pretty funny i think people I enjoyed did. actually a lot of people talked at our wedding yeah I mean, a decent amount and it was i have no idea cool. what i said because i mean i don't remember the specifics but i remember no. that it was like i mean everyone had a good moment to share their feelings uh, that's my public speaking i like it's all the way hard. through school they're just like you got to write it down you got to practice it and i literally never did i just i yeah you have never practiced it or like written like a, a speech or yeah. anything that's the sign of a good ordained minister that's <laughs> that's that is absolutely right. I'm glad that somebody recognizes yeah. the qualities in which I possess to be an ordained minister. Yep. Amen. And My speaking first of- wedding speech was a little rough. What'd you have a speech for? Well, it was like I told a story that I thought was funny, but apparently other people <laughs> whose wedding was this at? Uh Kevin's Wait, was- words. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh but 
I feel like I remember for some reason you like telling me. Did about you like? This, but I can't remember. Did you like cross a, a a line or something? Or well, what did you? According to apparently, it made some people uncomfortable. I thought it was Basically, really the funny, story but... I told was, uh, like we were probably in high school and we went. We had a church camp out, and we went kayaking one night. Like at, it was probably like midnight. There was like three of us. It was me. Kevin and then Danny. I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah. But, um, for whatever reason, we needed to take a tinkle. And so we decided that we were going to try and pee while standing up on our kayaks. And uh, all of us miserably failed quite quickly and fell directly right into where we were peeing. But <laughs> anyway, I told that story. And I thought I told it in a comical way, but no one was really laughing except for Danny. Danny was, it was hilarious because no one was laughing, but Danny was on like the end of the table, literally just howling laughing. <laughs> and Dude, like everyone else guy. was like kind of on edge and a little uncomfortable that I was like talking about uh, us taking our nibbly bits out of our pants and peeing into the water. But <laughs> I would be uncomfortable too if you called it nibbly bits. <laughs> No, okay, but see, that is so funny. I think those are the best stories. Like, I would have been laughing, too, if I was there. I feel like those are the best because then everyone gets to see a real moment and a funny moment, something that you wouldn't normally say. Because, like, yeah, like Dalton said, like, when I feel like when the bridesmaid, like, gets up and says something just, like, super sweet and sappy, it's kind of... Which, don't get me wrong, like, I've seen, like, on the internet, speeches of of maids of honor like it can be good like make being funny and like roasting the 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 bride a little bit but like in general it happens much more on the groom side and i always enjoy those because there's some really funny jokes and funny stories that are told because of that yeah but yeah i don't know if you are going to be a maid of honor do yourself a favor or do me a favor i guess maybe not yourself do your do your good old uh, your good old Reverend Dalton a favor and just say some funny stuff, you know, some things that might make your grandmother a little uncomfortable, but you know, it's okay. Keeping it real. Maybe don't say nibbly bits or, <laughs> yeah. you know, that sort of stuff, but especially, yeah, that would I'd pass on that, even though that is good. That, yeah. There's a line. Yeah. There is a There's line. There's an art to not crossing it. the line. I don't think Justin crossed it, but I bet other people may have felt that way. But yeah. I think that was like that sounds hilarious to me. But <laughs> Justin does have a way with words. What? Yeah, like nibbly bits. It is nibbly footsoles. bits. Footsoles. Yeah, he says footsoles. Justin has. It's turned into a Justin Roach. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, we're all preparing our best man speech for for oh, Justin's gosh. wedding. Wait, Justin, if you got married, if you if you got married, like tomorrow. Who would be your best man? Mm, I don't know. I'm com- well, By the way, listeners, I'm completely putting him on the spot here. This is not something we talked about at all. Yeah, something. It's a lot of pressure. Something I have only... a really hard time choosing a best man because yeah, because I, you don't have I, any brothers. I will say I have this. a lot of friends, but I don't have any that I'm like much closer to than the others. Well, that I mean, just hurts. you could have more than one, which I think sometimes is cool because yeah. I don't think a lot of people do that, but I always think it's cool when people do that. Yeah, you all have the, you have to give an answer. Do it no, for the I'm podcast. You have to give an I'm not going to make that decision. until no. Yeah, right now. Who, why would I make that decision? Draw a line in the sand. Who would it be and why is it? I don't JB? even know who my <laughs> my like my groomsmen would be. Why not? 
I mean, I have an idea, but like the finalized, you have to pick part the of the thing man. is, I feel like it's you, you have no choice over how many groomsmen you're going to have. It's completely based Ag- on how many agreed. bridesmaids your wife is going to have. Is that yeah, how it was like, for you, Trent? Yeah. I mean, in a way, like I would have, for me though, I would have probably been able to have the, like, I had a lot of groomsmen and honestly, I actually wanted to have more. Yeah. And like I wanted everyone to be able to like I would I probably could have had like three best men or like yeah. all of them, but like yeah, I just had to draw a line somewhere. So well, like, yeah, but that's the thing is you're right because one of you is going to have more or less, and so you don't really get to determine it. But yeah, and yeah. yeah, if there's ever a tie in a in a wedding, it always goes to the bride. Yeah, probably. because there's never a tie anyway. Yeah, except for the one she picks out for you. Oh, oh mic drop. Ooh. And that's all for today, folks. <laughs> on that note, we're going to close out this segment on no, a terrible dad timing. joke. What? You didn't get, answer the question. I'm oh, no, he I was told getting you, out I'm of not it. answering that question. That's rude. My best man will be a woman. Uh, yeah. There we go. Good idea. Plot twist. I would. I have. Wait, I, like, it's honestly, gonna be the best woman, and you're gonna make it Dalton. I'm gonna make. <laughs> I'm gonna make Kendra and Mandy my joint best man. That would yes. be. That actually would be. Make awesome, them dude. wear like a tuxedo. Like that would be we'll so get, funny. They'll. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna wear like uh power women suits. Yeah, you know, like, like where they look like with a nice bow tie. See, I'm intimidating just like, businessmen. I'm a, I, I am fully on board with this because I am a big believer in just like having fun with your wedding day. Like I understand <laughs> like I've obviously have never been married, but I've been in a few weddings and like they've all been fu- like great and fine and whatever. But like yeah. if I were to plan my own, like I want to make the groomsmen wear like suit shorts, you know, like suit shorts and those little shoes that you don't wear socks with that just look absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But, like, oh, suit shorts, those weird shoes. Uh, if or wearing hey dudes at my wedding, JB. Yeah, that's part of the. <laughs> and then the sh- and then the shirt will be a suit shirt, like a, just a t shirt. Oh, there, yeah, that's yeah, perfect. It's hilarious. It'll be like, everyone's just like, this looks ridiculous. You're like, you know what? We're having fun. I think it'll be fine. We need to have like the like junior high snap away pants, you know? Like yes. we get up there and lined up, and then we all rip off our pants and have like, I don't know. Okay back to the to the snap off pants somebody when we were in junior high i remember we used to rip those things off somebody forgot to put their shorts on underneath listen i'm just i'm not trying to like like cast aspersions here but there's a 95 percent chance that was chomper was it chomper it had to have been right somebody forgot and luckily they realized before we like (sighs) just ripped them off that i remember thinking those things are dangerous man you like yeah, the ones that have the like the snaps instead of like Velcro or whatever. Yeah, dude, they're, oh. they're legit though. Honestly, more pants should be like that because if you need to take your pants off quick, just yeah, like when Justin had that situation at that house when exactly. he was working, you have to go to the snap bathroom off really pants bad. Would have been much, yeah. much more helpful. You're super to him. tired. You need to get into bed. Just right off. Well, I don't know. Are I mean, they're really not quicker that much quicker. Like, okay, to fully take off the pants, but for the situation I was in. Yeah, I was gonna say but, you don't yeah. have to fully take them off. You just have to take off the top half of yeah, your pants. Exactly. No, but I just do a like quick slide. Yeah, I like that idea for the like the groomsmen party because that would be Dude, really cool to just be able to walk out. 
yeah take like, them off and then you walk down the aisle like one at a time or like like when the when the bride comes down the aisle instead of it being the normal like dun, 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 instead of that yeah. it's like the bulls theme song or the bulls like pregame song yeah it's like dun, 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 however that thing goes you know and it's like a <laughs> like introducing the bride yeah they could like put out some cool stats about her like her yeah. height and stuff yeah and she's just you know, like five height. four blah, blah, yeah. Blah, yeah that would see i would remember that and i would love that that would be so much more that's... fun. And then like the the like preacher comes out like throwing t-shirts into the crowd. Like, yeah. Instead of a flower girl, you please have a tell t-shirt. me that would not be the best wedding you've ever I been would to. I literally love that. That'd be so great. It'd be funny. No, seriously, yeah, but... I, if that was happening yesterday at the wedding, again, no shade to the wedding we were at yesterday, literally because there was no shade, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, <laughs> I understand it's not your fault. It was hot, but like it was an amazing wedding. Though. Can you imagine? If we like showed up and we're hot and sweaty like that, but then yeah, the, all that thing, all those things happen. You know, Preston comes up throwing T-shirts into the crowd. Right, you wouldn't be thinking. About I'd be that. laughing and giggling the whole time. It'd have been so great. This is why we should start the wedding service, dude. Should we start uh, like a like a sports themed like wedding planning service, or just a wedding planning service? We could do whatever we want. A wedding planning service called themed. "It'll Be Fine." Yeah. It'll be fine. Wedding service. It's really reassuring, dude. It'll be fine. Is so versatile. <laughs> yeah. That we could just like everything. Honestly, is there? We need to copyright this sometime. Yeah, because, we like, need to like there get some is definitely merch. some good marketing and merch that could we be should get some stickers. This. It'll be fine stickers. Yeah, and you could take them around with you. Put it on whatever you want. Yeah, put it on someone's car. It'd be very reassuring. They have a good day yeah. after they see. Put it, it on like fine. somewhere where it doesn't like damage their car when they well, yeah, inevitably we'll make them rip it off. Removable. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like someone might be having a bad day and then they see it'll be fine. Yeah, and they're like, "Wow, that's cool." Like, and then wow, they that's, check that's such an uplifting message. Yeah, which is really what we're all about here. You know, yeah, we have never really had any episodes where we like exclusively right. talk about death or anything. So like, yeah, if we just specifically family, <laughs> yes, no, no, th- <laughs> we're just trying to uplift and and support you know yeah. everyone. You know, we're just is our not trying to tear anyone down, trying to build everyone up, and that's what I talk about in my at my church that I am a reverend of, which is. Yeah, Bible Baptists at bedside table. I like that. There's potential. <laughs> anyway, moral of this segment: your life may be a hot mess, but it will be fine. Exactly. That's right. It'll be fine. And if your life is a hot mess, and you don't have you don't have a reverend to do your wedding, talk to me. Dalton's going rate is quite cheap. I can. Yeah, I'm a real cheap reverend. I seriously would love to do a wedding sometime. That'd be hilarious. Again, just just have fun with life, you know. As JB once told me, when I was going through a particularly depressing time in my life, he said, "Dalton, rule number one: never miss an opportunity to have a good time." And that's where we're at today. That well, we're at in my basement right now, but that should be our second motto. I like that. That's true. We need to make a JB quote. Oh yeah, we've talked about doing that. Like we do, we do need to do that. Quotes from JB. <gasps> Maybe we should do like Instagram shorts. Yeah, like of, of JB just like giving us his his rules. Yeah, and then an example of that rule, like never miss an opportunity to have a good time. Rule and number he just, one: like, drives the golf cart into the pond or something. Like, yeah, that would be positive and encouraging. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a lot of potential would, there. People would be like, "Oh, that's great. It'll be fine." Rule number yeah. one: If this guy can drive into a pond, I can do whatever I need to do today. That's what they would think. It'll be fine. Right, JB? Yeah, sure. See, he's pumped. <laughs> See, JB doesn't even care. He's like, it'll be fine. Yeah. 
Oh, anyway, on that, note. on that note, we need to wrap up this segment, so we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to the third and final segment of It'll Be Fine, episode 10, I believe. We haven't even talked about that yet. Wow. This is lucky number 10. It's a milestone. Double digits, boys and girls. It only took us a full year. That's honestly pretty good. Yeah, we're killing it. We should slow down, maybe. <laughs> but episode 10, third segment, we're going to start out with a very strong, strong subject, which is uh, what, what were you boys talking about in the break? I was just oh, saying, JB was saying something about a McChicken. Yeah, well, I'm, I was I'm really craving one right now. I haven't had one in a long time. Yeah, it's it's getting rough. So JB, what was the, uh, the optimum McChicken sandwich? conglomeration laid out for him it's got to be hot that's oh. that's number one flaming piping hot burn your mouth hot and then you get some fries and you put some fries on it uh-huh mm-hmm. then you get yourself some hot mustard sauce okay pour the hot mustard sauce on that baby and slap okay. the bun back on you take mm-hmm. that sandwich and you just throw oh. it out the window no that's <laughs> nope that's not it you actually yeah. throw it into your mouth i like that that's i do right. oh, man right i do like a good mcchicken you haven't tried it try it also if you haven't tried a mcchicken plain with adding cheese delicious mm, okay try that sometime it's delicious i used to order it when i was young and picky and i wouldn't eat lettuce or mayonnaise and i wanted cheese but you would eat mcdonald's <laughs> yeah mcdonald's is geared towards picky obese children what are you talking about <laughs> Cheese, please. Oh, no, I can't get him to eat anything. Take him to McDonald's and feed him the crack nuggets. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, chicken nuggets. Which, by the way, chicken nuggets from McDonald's are fantastic. Yeah. With the hot mustard, too. What are the best chicken nuggets? Because I firmly believe I love chicken nuggets or chicken, chicken popcorn nuggies. chicken, whatever you want to call it. But the best fast food chicken nuggets are McDonald's. I'm with you. Yep. I know there's a lot I'm of Chick-fil-A. people that disagree no chick-fil-a's are good but they are not of the level of like garbage that mcdonald's is yeah there's not quite as much for their borders every time i've gotten chick-fil-a nuggets they're always dried out i've never had dried out nuggets i love chick-fil-a don't get me wrong but if i want to get chicken nuggets i am going to mcdonald's and i'm getting a much more higher amount of chicken nuggets than i should be consuming we should have a nugget eating contest. Dude, I would blow you out of the water. I would be down. Oh, let's do it. I honestly might participate Someone in that one because I can down some nuggets. I know okay, you don't this think will be so, another, but... uh, Someone write it down. That's our uh, YouTube video idea. <laughs> if we could surpass the like, what, 40, 43 wings you guys had, you and Quentin had an Applebee's. Oh, that was, that one oh yeah. That, that was pretty epic. I had 37. No, you didn't. Was it forty? It was maybe you wait. Maybe you weren't with us. Well, the one time that we went was when they had twenty-five cent wings, and it was after the one musical. Yeah. And me and I know me and Justin and Trent were there. You might have been there too, but I don't know. It was between me and Quinn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah these, I don't think you were there for that yeah. one. These are two different yeah. times. But the Nuggets, I think we might even be able to go farther on that. Now, I think so too. I'm down. Let's do it. I'm excited, dude. I'm, I'm honestly, I love yeah, chicken nuggets regardless. I know where oh. JB's going after this. I don't know if they still have it, but at one point at the beginning of football season, they'd have a 50 bucket. Yeah, that would be ideal. Yeah. Mm. They might bring it back. I do remember there being, a, well, I was on, how old was I? 
I think I was 14. I was in Tennessee in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, or Pigeon Forge, actually. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, with my cousin and two of my aunts on a little short weekend trip. And my cousin was able to drive. And so at 11 o'clock at night, we wanted a snack. So we went to McDonald's and I ordered a 40-piece nugget or a 50-piece nugget or something and had like almost all of it, not quite. But that was literally 10 years. Holy cow. That was 10 years ago. I didn't even realize that saying that. Oh, my goodness. I'm so old. Yep, it happens. That's how that works. Speaking of things that happened in years past, Justin, you may not be able to eat as many nuggets as we can, but you do survive more perilous swings than we do. Do you want <laughs> that? was an interesting segue. That was, hey, listen, that was perfect, <laughs> and everyone will understand why as soon as you start telling the story as to how you had an incident. Well, see, we have to talk about a, how, how are we going to tell well, the story? Okay, maybe Am I we supposed should, to tell it from my perspective. I think or we should one start. Perspective I'd be really interested to hear it from is JB's. Yes, okay, I was going to say start, then. JB first, then Justin, and then I can add in some yeah, things Trent can fill because in. I might catch something you guys missed, but you guys were first and second person viewing like yeah so <laughs> i was third i was person. third person and it was pretty intense for me so i'll just trent was a third party as yeah. a real quick before you guys get started i want to just say as a disclaimer this was six years ago maybe more <laughs> See, that means nothing what, what does that mean though that means nothing that means that this was six years ago and the statute of limitations then? has to have expired at this point what that means because- is we would like to think we wouldn't do that now. Yeah, I would agree. Oh, I wouldn't know if if that acts if what we're about to talk about hadn't happened and we did this tomorrow. I would definitely do it again. Yep, that's yeah. I'm with you. We just say it as you know. And comforting. honestly, I would still be willing to try it again. I just <laughs> because I think well, we've learned our lesson yeah. on how I, not to do it. Yeah. I would try it again, but I'm gonna be the one on the swing. Yeah. Okay. No, that's perfect. <laughs> now start your story, JB. Tell us what's Where going on. Where do we on. start? Honestly, I mean, what was okay. happening? Where were you at? I'll, I'll, I'll like, yeah, Trent, go ahead. I'll like start and then set, finish. Set the okay. Scene. So just to get JB's memory going, yeah. but like we were basically, it was a weekend if I remember right. And we were all excited because it was just a classic, like, Oh, who wants to hang out this weekend? We went to the cabin to do that. I think Alan was going to come over later. I got there. JB and Justin were there. And we were basically messing around. And then at some point we went back in the woods to get the tobacco. And then that's when we had the idea too. And we had the idea before. I think Justin really wanted to try what we're about to talk about with the tobacco because we had been like kind of brainstorming. So we get there, we're hanging out, we walk back, get the tobacco, and then you can kind of Which, take it from there. It's important to say, I think the technical term is track hoe. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Because see, a backhoe is like a tractor with a bucket on the back. Yes. Yeah, yeah. See, track I'm an electrician, <laughs> so I'm not very smart. <laughs> but the excavator can tell you about it. Well, if I remember correctly, we were had it on the lawn and we were going to swing into the pond with it. That was the idea. We had it on the lawn at this point, And I was like, Justin, you want to get on there? And just like, I want to get a feel for this. Like, how's this going to work out? Mm-hmm. And were you, so we had a strap with a loop in it. Were you just hanging on to it or were you sitting in it? I honestly, I don't remember. I was just hanging on to it. Well, okay. First, before we get to that, I'll let you, I'm going to, 
give a little bit more of a preface before I let you continue, JB, okay? Okay. So the the traco was at the farm, right? Or was it just back in the wood? I think it was at the I, farm. It was back, yeah, around the cabin area. Yeah, so and we drove The farm was like, there's like a field, so in order to get from the farm to the cabin, we have to drive back into the field further, go up a lane, and then back down a lane. So I remember, so JB's operating the track hoe, and me and Trent had were just jumped on the back behind the cab, and we're just riding along. And I remember we were as we were going through the woods, JB's just doing JB things and just picking out random trees and just knocking the entire tree over with the track hoe while me and Trent are just standing on the back cheering like at <laughs> yeah. awesome like power think, and capability. I think and, JB used to call it tree tipping because we would do the same <laughs> thing without a back or track hoe. We would just take like machetes and stuff and just like old trees and just but yeah no we exciting. were just taking like I mean big trees like I yeah mean, they're not little that trees. Was JB's just way going up level. and just like shoving the entire tree over and I think at that point I it was when I realized how powerful those stupid things were. But anyway, we were like just riding casually on the back. And then we got into the lawn behind the cabin. And I believe the way we did it is we took a toe strap and we stuck the bucket up in the air. And then we just tied the toe strap around the bucket. And I'm pretty sure I was just hanging on with my arms. I didn't have like any part of my body in it. Did you have your foot in the loop on the bottom though? No. Okay. Because I, yeah, I can't remember for sure. Yeah, I don't. We, yeah. When we started swinging, we went, we were going pretty slow at first, I believe, right? Yeah, I was like only like a foot or two off the ground. Then things escalated. <laughs> and then JB said, it'll be fine. So we went faster and faster and faster until the last little bit. It, it was like, I could see, I started going and Justin was swinging out further and further. And I could see on his face, he's like, oh, crap, here we go. <laughs> but at that point, I was like, okay, we need to slow down. So I stopped, not thinking that Justin would keep going. The, the inertia, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So Justin keeps going, comes flying back around. It's hard to explain. But almost you almost hit the boom, didn't you? you came, yeah, you no, went, I remember kept going being... and then came back towards. What is explain yeah. to the layman what a boom is? Well, like the boom on the on the track hoe, which is a the so like arm, the arm yes, of the track the arm. Yeah, I was spinning. JB got me going fast enough to where I was at. Like the you can imagine the arm coming out, and then as I'm spinning in a circle, I'm kind of like following the path of the arm. But I was I was spinning fast enough that I was level with the bucket. So like, there's a rope hanging down from the bucket, but I was being spun so fast that would <laughs> it was pulling you out ideally what would have happened is jb would have like slowly slowed it down but instead <laughs> instead he stopped it suddenly and so my momentum continued and i thought i was going to smack right into the side of the the arm but that's what scared me initially because i was like yeah things like escalated like that i quick stopped and justin comes flying around i was like oh crap he's gonna hit the boom and then he misses the boom. And I was like, whoo. And then you let go, right? Well, I, I went underneath, just underneath the boom and stopped and then swung back around the other way. And I thought I was safe to let go. Like, I thought, holy cow, I just missed death. 
and now I'm safely swinging back and just kind of sort of gracefully, not really gracefully dismount and maybe do like a tumble roll set type situation, but that's not really what happened. I, Justin, you can take it from here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly what happened after that. You'd no, why don't we let Trent, Trent take over at this point? Well, yeah, I mean, so you were watching this whole thing, Trent. Yeah, you I'm weren't. Watching... A, you, were you on the back of the backhoe still? No, excuse me. I was about home? like thirty yards off outside the circle, and I might have been like videoing. I don't know if I had my phone, but like I saw him swing around, and I do remember seeing him let go, thinking it's like it's Justin. He's like letting go because he knows he can land. Like it's a high drop, but he's gonna be fine. And as soon as his foot. Because it did, he hit feet first, obviously, kind of at an angle, like sideways. So it was awkward and he fell. But I distinctly remember, which I know I've told you guys a lot, that like I was like, I might have been 40, 50 yards away. But it sounded like like when his toe reached the earth, it sounded like somebody took like a branch that was like an inch in like diameter and just cracked it over their knee like i remember oh. hearing just pop crunch like i heard it in my head and i just stood there for a second and like i didn't fully like freak out right away because like i knew it was bad but i just didn't know what to do because i was like i yeah it was like a second of hesitation where i was like there's nothing i can do and i yeah. just kind of knew it before i even ran over to him but and then jb jumped off immediately obviously because he was freaking out but he was kind of laughing like nervously and he like kind of yelled over at justin he was like hey man like you're good right or something i can't remember like, what you I, said justin kind of turned back towards me and justin i think Justin oh, was yeah. laughing yeah justin was because <laughs> well, he felt the had same like way pleasant, pleasant he, yeah i was like oh okay justin's fine because i think you yeah. knew that something really bad happened and you were in that like 10 seconds of shock before your body started feeling it and so you were like kind of rolling around a little laughing no but. i i realized pretty quickly what had happened and yeah I, I, I remember thinking I had broken in like a bone before. So like, I wasn't like panicking or anything. My, yeah. my immediate thought was like, Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? This really just happened. And so I like sat up and was looking at JB and was like smiling and kind of laughing kind of like just in disbelief that I really just broke my leg. And JB yeah. interpreted that as, Oh, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so JB walked over and then I pointed down at my leg and then JB about fell over. <laughs> yeah. I remember going over there. I got there about the same time and like, I looked at it and I just like kind of walked away. Cause like it was terrible. Like basically, I mean, how I saw it, it was like, obvious, like the bone was not explicitly visible but it was like about as visible as it can be without breaking out of the skin oh. so the bone was like jutting against the skin at an angle and it was snapped like viciously snapped. Yeah, Wait, was, well and let's no doubt at all let's yeah. explain better what what part of your leg was broken like was it your like Between, your knee or like what was it yeah oh well, you I don't know. know it's the two bones in your leg are the tibula and the fibula right Tibia yeah. and fibia. Like yeah. Tibia and fibia. Is it fibula? No, I think it's you're tibia right. and fibula. That's what it is. Tibia and fibula. Which one's yeah. the big one? I believe. What? <laughs> <laughs> We're lucky it wasn't. That. I don't know. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Well, anyway, I broke the 
so there's two bones in your leg. The big one I broke in one spot. The small one I broke in two spots. But it was like just below above my ankle. If if you walk watched like the the, or the tibia video, the tibia is the bigger one. Okay, so I broke the tibia in one spot, and then the fib, fibula or fibia, fibula, fibula in two places. But so you broke you both the, of them clean through the video of like the Conor McGregor Dustin uh Poirier fight like Poirier. a couple weeks ago, like where he broke his leg. That's yeah. like basically co- exactly like it was very identical. What it to looked that. like. Oh, but I really wish I had a picture of it before. But here's a whole other story. This might be a long segment, but um, I wish I had a picture of it before. Well, okay. So anyway, we're sitting there on the ground and like we were trying to decide what to do. And JB's mom is a nurse. So JB immediately called and made a messy and in typical JB fashion, uh, just picks up the phone and says, and his mom answers, is like, get over here. <laughs> Come to the cabin. <laughs> and then hangs up. <laughs> and then uh, gave no context of what just happened. And so Missy... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Is that is that accurate? Well, you, I, I, dude, honestly... That he called his mom, said, I, get over here, and hung up? I think he might uh, have No, said... he didn't hang, hang up. But, like, I... Okay, Missy knows JB, and I'm assuming yeah. by the tone of JB's voice, she knew something that was very wrong. But JB, yeah. I remember JB calling her, giving her no context of what happened, just saying, get over to the cabin right now. And then, like, that was the extent of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I just don't know. Yeah, because if that was there correct. was, like, some hesitation as to, like, we couldn't do anything about it, but we knew we had to do something. And I don't think we, like I, I don't think we immediately called, like, no, I remember thinking, I was like, uh, like, talking about can we get you in the car and take you or yeah what? yeah we yeah. were trying to decide if we wanted to call the ambulance because i knew ambulances are just stupid expensive right uh which is a ridiculous so thing to like, be thinking about at that point <laughs> i was like do i want to try and survive like being picked up and moved into a car and then a car ride there with no drugs and then anyway we ended up calling the ambulance and for whatever reason, the amb- so literally the fire station is like uh, maybe like a mile two miles yeah. from the cabin. And they I literally think they took about 15 minutes to get there. Yeah. And anyway, in the meantime, Missy goes, JB, get that excavator out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so JB takes the excavator and drives it back into the woods. And really it would have been fine, but I remember us thinking, oh, we might get in trouble like somehow if like yeah. people found out what we were doing. I forgot so I about gonna, I wasn't gonna tell anyone, but when the ambulance showed up, <laughs> the funny thing was all I'm doing is I'm just sitting there out in the middle in, of the yard. In the middle of a grass field. With like no trees around, no nothing. You're just like <laughs> laying out in the backyard. There's nothing. And so they uh they were like, "What happened?" <laughs> and I don't, I don't remember what I told him. I gave him like a very brief. I think uh, I just said I landed on it weird or something. And uh, you definitely did. I mean, that's not lying. That's like when we caught the field on fire. And we said we were shooting guns, and the field caught on fire. Because that's exactly what happened. Yeah, but anyway, uh, 
went to the ambulance or the ambulance took me to the hospital and then and like i wish i, I wish i would have gotten a picture before because they put like an air cast on me and then when they did that it like straightened my leg out i remember <laughs> it was intense it, they gave me a rag to bite on because like as they were yeah straightening oh. me out, i mean uh, i remember standing there this whole time we me and jb are helpless like probably never felt worse in our life and they're trying to pick you up obviously without moving your leg as much as possible. So they put it in the air cast, which was super painful. And you're like kind of over there dying. And then they pick you up, put you on the stretcher and roll you through the backyard onto the ambulance. So like it was all around. painful, like the whole time. And I remember I ran out to the end of the lane. Cause like Missy said to go out there and like help him like, fight. cause they went by and I stopped him, flagged him down. And they like drove back. And I just was just like, go back to the cabin or whatever. And like, this all probably happened over a lot longer of a period than it felt like, but yeah, it was, it took them a while to get there and to get you up on there. Yeah. Well, I remember I felt bad because yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't upset at all. Like I knew it was just an innocent yeah. accident, but I knew, I knew JV was going to get his butt absolutely chewed out by his parents. And yeah. that was what made me feel bad because I knew, uh, I knew he was going to get absolutely yeah. ripped and, I was like, JV, don't feel bad. Like, it's not a big deal. We're just being stupid. Who cares? And I, like, I, I thought because I had broken a bone before, I thought, you know what? I'll be out six weeks. I'll be in a cast. No big deal. I can continue doing whatever I was doing. Anyway, when we got to the hospital, that wasn't necessarily the case. But, <laughs> but uh, anyway. Yeah, we had to give Alan a disappointing phone call then because he was planning on coming over like right after that. And so we just called him, kind of told him what happened. And he was just like stunned, like, uh, what? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we're not hanging out tonight. <laughs> and so we all just ended up going to the hospital, I think, that night. And yeah, I, I wasn't even I mean, I was just watching and I felt so crappy. Like I wasn't even the one driving and I I, I felt so bad. We were just standing there like <laughs> we're idiots. <laughs> It was not fine. It was a good idea at first. It was just not. Well, on the land. funny thing is, is like the question I get most often. So the end goal of this, and I don't know how we explained this, was the goal was to tie the toe strap to the track hoe and then spin and launch ourselves into the pond. And it's yeah, I had seen videos of it being done, and I know it's possible, but. People are like, "Why weren't you even next to the pond? Like, why were you in a yard?" that's the most common question and we were just like very slowly spinning just like to get an idea and then jb got a little too excited <laughs> we had to speed it up some <laughs> bad idea this was a really good example of a time that jb said it'll be fine and it in yeah. fact was not we fine. all thought it would be fine and we were yeah. literally in our minds doing that to be safer in a way because we were like let's practice before we just go swing yeah, exactly. him into the pond so we didn't yeah. even think about like the landing or anything like that. I think what we're leaving out here is the fact that it's actually all Justin's fault because he let go. <laughs> oh, Wait, so yeah. you said so you said your previous you broke your arm before, right? That's your, what you broke first. Yeah, before I broke you broke your leg, falling out of a tree when I was like twelve. Yeah, or so you had like a six week recovery for that. What happened? How long was your leg recovery when you broke both bones in your lower leg? Um. I think it was like 110, 120 days, maybe. I'd have to look here. Yeah. Stand by. That was after high school, though, correct? 
Uh, yes, that yeah. was what was like twenty fifteen. So it would have been the year, year the right. summer, or no, it would have been a full year right after. It yeah. right after me and Slayball graduated. So I went, I went back to work 110 days after I broke my leg. <sighs> yeah. So it would have been like, uh, what's 110 divided by seven? Math. I'm not doing that. Too much math. 10. You're the, you're the book learned college student. 1035. So like 12, 13 weeks, 12 or 13 weeks. Yeah. But anyway, so maybe maybe we rent a uh, an excavator out there in in Utah and do that by one of the big lakes. I I'll still want to do let it. Justin like, drive this time. I would honestly like if we set it up right. And now that JB has been doing excavation for yeah uh, several years i would trust him to know how to operate a little bit more than... yeah oh he knew how to operate he just didn't know how to stop <laughs> no he knew how to operate it but he wasn't he just, as experienced as he just hadn't swung a person that. around like that before <laughs> to know how to slow it down and stop properly maybe we should have never... got something that wasn't living and tied it to the end of it and yes. tried yeah it. That, that probably would have been a little yeah. more smarter i'm pretty sure we literally tried it with the rope and nothing else like we just made sure it swung oh, and then yeah. justin got on and it was the stopping we didn't think about with the weight <laughs> the weight changed everything oh man yep definitely anyway. definitely think through things a little more now that when would we do some and Justin, that is stuff. why at the very beginning of the story, I was putting a disclaimer out because this was long ago and many accidents ago, so that now we know differently on how to operate and handle things. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. See. Uh-huh. I still want to do young and stupid things. I Yeah, we still well, did we some pretty dumb stuff after that. I think that def- I, I, definitely slowed us down a little bit. Yeah, well, every time I go to JB to do a stupid thing now, he's a little more hesitant, but... Well, yeah. But uh, I don't blame him. Probably a I'll, good thing. I'll still do stupid stuff. I don't care. Well, and this isn't necessarily stupid, but JB was very excited to go do something yesterday that we'll briefly touch on. That uh, so the, like we mentioned before, we had a wedding at three thirty yesterday, and uh, was it one o'clock? One o'clock. I read between one one fifteen something like that. Uh, Tucker calls me, my little brother, wanting to know where I'm at. Blah blah blah. Long story short, <laughs> Tucker's truck broke down on the way back from Indianapolis on 70 in Springfield. So he called JB and JB said, yep, I'm coming to come get you with the truck and trailer. And so JB picked me up from my house at 1.30, almost on the dot, to go get Tucker. And we flew down there and I got in the truck and JB is like grinning ear to ear. And like, mind you, this is two hours before we're supposed to be at a wedding. And JB is just like ecstatic to be doing something spontaneous and like ridiculous like this. So we're flying down to get Tucker. At one point, JB hit 97 miles an hour in his truck with a gooseneck trailer. I have nothing to say. (laughs) I wanted to make it for the wedding. Okay, we did. And we did. We made it back. Definitely got to give you credit for that. You made good time. I did get some uh, some stellar uh, footage of that that I'm hopefully going to put up on Instagram or YouTube or something. Also, that shortly. reminds me, we should probably put your picture of the X-ray on Justin. That was pretty 
crazy x-ray with like the steel plates and screws in your leg yeah we'll definitely put that yep. up too you don't, don't but you don't have like a bionic leg you yeah. don't have like a nasty picture right because i'm not putting that up no it's like it. the x-ray is actually kind of crazy and cool to see i mean it's not i have a it's... picture of it like in the aircast but it doesn't actually look terrible yeah, i don't want to see like that. somehow when they straightened it out they got like some of my skin like pinched in between oh, okay. yeah. the bones and they were worried about like they said like my skin might die and so when they reset it they i don't know it was weird yeah that's it's enough that's enough no well okay Gross. interesting i've learned about this because okay i have a rod from my knee down to my ankle okay and then a plate on the outside of my ankle, and then nine screws and two nails. But what they do is they make an incision on the top of your knee, and I have no idea how they do it, but they take that, like, three, three-and-a-half-foot rod, or, like, I don't know, it's probably a two-foot rod, and they literally pound it all the way down through your leg with a hammer. Yep. Brand, I was all out for this. So well, I was yeah, that's great. I've enjoyed this so much. But I wish I had a video of him pounding that rod into my leg. No, okay, you're done. Tur- mute him. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> so hopefully, you can, if you're listening to this right before bed, you sleep well, knowing that people don't have to pound a rod through your leg because that sounds incredibly painful. But anything else you guys want to add to that story? Not really. It speaks for itself. It was just very intense. It was, it was a traumatizing of, experience for yeah, all three of you. Yeah. It was. Maybe in a good way, but it yeah. was the peak of our uh stupidity. Yeah. That was kind of the heyday of us doing stupid stuff. Yeah. Probably. But I anyway. still want to do it. I would be down to go actually. Yeah. Well, we'll I think see. we could definitely pull it off with like how freaking scared we would be now i'm pretty sure we would do it the right way we would probably test it out with everything imaginable first and make sure it all is gonna go smoothly so i mean i would definitely be in i would be down to try it but i i mean i don't know hey maybe we should do it you know for the content you know the content youtube channel Well, okay another another funny little tidbit to that story is jb didn't tell his grandpa yeah (laughs) It, this happened on his grandpa's property and did with not his, tell his with his grandpa's traco, correct? With his grandpa's traco. <laughs> and uh the funny thing was is your grandpa JB's grandpa found out from my grandpa while they were down in Florida snowbirding. And I, I think it was like two years later or something like that. And I don't even know how it came up and how they realized <laughs> it happened, but anyway which was probably the perfect <laughs> amount of time for it to be like not quite as crazy for jb and let it settle down a little yeah bit. let it settle down a little bit worked out but anyway i'm sure jb uh jb probably got enough from his parents he didn't need to get it from his grandpa too <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh. well yeah i think that we all learned a valuable lesson from this and uh yeah i think that pretty much wraps up our probably longest episode yet we got to talk a little bit today (coughs) excuse me in my scratchy throat um but yeah if you need to uh 
reach out to us on Instagram or uh, email. Hit us up on it'll be fine podcast at gmail.com or it'll be fine podcast Instagram. So anything else you boys want to add? Not really. I think I think JB has the last thing to add and I'll add something after that. Okay. JB. It'll be fine. Most of the time. Break a leg. (laughs) (laughs) Let her down, Mitchell.